Welcome to the Going Beyond Podcast with Randy Zinn, founder of Beyond Mom. This is a podcast dedicated to inspiration, empowerment, and confidence for women on the journey to selfhood and self-love. Get connected with our expert interviewers, soulful conversations, and deep dive discussions with visionaries, survivors, creators, and movement makers. For moms and women alike, these conversations will spark you to live the empowered life you deserve. And now, join our host, Randy Zinn, as we go beyond. Well, hello and welcome to On Air with Beyond Mom. I'm really happy that you are here with me today. And I know that today's discussion is going to be yet another one that is inspiring and insightful and full of really wonderful information that you'll be able to utilize in your daily life as a busy evolving woman. This is Randy. I'm your host. And I'm really feeling like my conversation today is coming at exactly the right time. I'm interviewing a lovely woman based in California, in Santa Monica. And her name is Candace Puthawala. She's the creator of Beauty Bar Chocolate. And I'll just say that Beauty Bar was one of our amazing sponsors at my recent women's retreat. Every participant left with a lovely little bite of her delicious chocolate. And I am coveting a beautiful full-size bar for myself. But this is not just any bar of chocolate. And we are going to talk about Candace and her story, her personal evolution, which is directly part of the story of this chocolate. So I'm first going to tell you a little bit about Candace and the chocolate. So Beauty Bar Chocolate is a sugar-free raw chocolate bar that helps relieve stress, fights fatigue, balances hormones, all while giving you the skin that you want, basically when you leave a spa. So yes, please. It's made with hand-selected superfoods, adaptogens, and pearl collagen. It's her secret of basically how to get your glow on after she lived years of what she claims was an out-of-balance lifestyle. So in this conversation, we're going to learn all about her history in the fashion industry and kind of how she ran herself into the ground. And I know so many of us listening can relate through our own personal lives when you know the kids come and we're super exhausted or our careers are just running us deep into exhaustion and fatigue. And many people have to have that wake-up call and figure out what's next. Candace is one of those people. She left the fashion world to basically heal herself. And like so many Beyond Moms I know, the idea of this company, Beauty Bar Chocolate, was born out of her personal growth experience, which is why I am super excited to talk to her. So here she is. Hi, Candice. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm great. I've got like about 50,000 things to talk to you about, if you can't tell. (laughs) I'm really, really excited to chat with you. Firstly, thank you for supporting Beyond Mom and for sharing your beautiful chocolates with us and now your story with us. Oh my gosh, it's my honor to do that. It's one of my favorite things to do. Amazing. So let's just dive in. So you live in California. You worked in the fashion field for a long time and suddenly you hit bottom with your health. And I would love to hear a bit about that time and about the really hard choices that I'm sure you had to make. 
Absolutely. So I was in the fashion industry close to two decades. I started the industry as a young mom. I had my daughter at 19 and I started the industry that way, which is very rare to see because most people in the industry are not young moms. And so that I had that aspect. And the other aspect was, you know, in the fashion world, you have to work all the time. And so I worked even harder just because I was such a young mom that I wanted to show everybody, you know what, I can work harder than most people. And so that's exactly what I did. The first 10 years, I was really into the fashion industry. I worked in wholesale. So I worked in downtown Los Angeles in a showroom where I sold to clothing stores all over the U.S. And then I went ahead and I opened up my own showroom because I wanted to have more of a life. You know, I didn't want to be under someone else's telling me what to do because I missed out so much of my daughter's life. You know, I couldn't go to field trips and things like that. So it definitely, and there's a lot of crazy people in that industry that you work for. So I thought if I have my own business, then I'll be working for, you know, less crazy people. <laughs> so I opened up my own showroom and it's st- it was actually even more work. I had employees. I had about 10 to 12 brands at all times that I represented and I was always on the go and I would wear it as a badge of honor as everyone else did in that industry. Sort of, you know, oh, I worked all night or I've worked for four weeks straight and you're traveling all over the country to different trade shows and different fashion weeks and you're just go, go, go. And you're manufacture your brands, you know, you write them a million dollars and, you know, you get them a million dollars in business and they're like, well, where's the second million dollars? It's just never enough with them. And I felt tired all the time, no matter what I did. I tried so hard to have balance in my life. I struggled with that, being a mom, being, you know, in the fashion industry, having my own business, having personal life. And it just started seeping in. Every day, I started feeling more and more anxiety. I started feeling tired no matter what. And then the last couple of years that I was in the fashion industry happened to be LA Market Week in downtown Los Angeles. And I woke up and I barely had any vision. And it went on for a few weeks. It was really scary. Everything was wobbling and moving. I felt like I was on drugs or something. I mean, I guess that's what drugs would be like. You know, you can barely see, like, you know, things are moving. I go to the doctors and they told me I have vertigo. Then I go to another doctor and she said, you absolutely do not have vertigo and we need to look at you right now. And I had a spinal tap, which was really not fun. (laughs) I was put into all these MRI machines. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And then cut to, I went and got a second opinion, then it was rheumatoid arthritis, and then it was lupus. So this went on for a few years where I've had all these autoimmune issues. I was inflamed. I was exhausted. I had anxiety. I just didn't feel right. But being in the fashion industry, I couldn't let anyone know what I was dealing with. So from the outside world, everyone thought I had it together because it was all about looking perfect at all times in the fashion industry. And because they would fire me if they thought anything was wrong with me. I mean, that's how cutthroat that industry was. But I knew deep down inside that I had to leave the industry. My body literally just shut down on me. And that's exactly what I did. I just, there was a day that my husband came in. He said, you know what, just be done. Be done with this industry. Just shut your doors. I will support you, you know, to find another way. And that day, I never felt more crazy or more alive that day. You know, I fired my brands, my employees, I shut my showroom down and I walked away from a 19 year career. 
basically. And that day I was starting over all over again. Wow. And how long ago was that, Candace? That was two years ago. That was only two years ago. Oh my God. Two years ago when I walked away from the only life that I knew. I mean, I was in that industry since I was, you know, 20 years old. And like, Already you have this gorgeous new company. <laughs> so I'm already like back into this moment and I'm like, yeah. holy moly. Okay. So let me not jump too far ahead. So then what happened? So I left and I sort of just sat with myself, like, you know, what do you do when you don't know what to do? And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to start doing things that I love. I'm going to start going after what I love. And I started going to, I went you know, started going to like these women's circles, they have them, you know, just kind of meeting other women who maybe I could connect with. And I started going to Toastmasters that helped me with public speaking, because I knew ultimately, I wanted to help inspire other women or do something. I kept seeing myself speaking and doing something that was inspirational, that was so different from fashion. Because the fashion industry, there's no spirituality, there's no balance, it's not very inspiring, <laughs> to say the least. And then I started meeting women. I met this woman who went to nutrition school, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds like something I would love because I love everything health and wellness. And I had always been that way. So I signed up for school. So I went to Institute of Integrative Nutrition and became a holistic health coach. And while I was going through that program, I started really diving in and learning about what was going on with me and my health and well-being. And I started working with an integrative doctor who got to the bottom of all of my autoimmune issues that I was having. And I started working with her, coincide with nutrition school. And I started just going down this like rabbit hole of, you know, adaptogens and collagen and sugar-free and, you know, paleo and keto and stress and like how all of this affects our body. So I started to really, you know, dive into those things. And it wasn't just diet. I started meditating. I started walking down to the ocean and doing things that were getting connected to myself. And then I went to culinary school because I wanted to bring back the creativity that I used to have when I was younger. And I felt that I lost her. So just going back to who I was and just really getting connected back to what I was supposed to be doing for this next chapter in my life, which was really scary. I mean, so... From there, that's sort of like the beginning of trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. So for it, I'm like, I have to do like a brief little shout out here for my book <laughs> because you're basically in my book, Going Beyond Mom, I talk all about basically how to rediscover your identity because, you know, okay. we all go through so many shifts and changes when we become a mom. But the truth is, is that there are junctions in our life when we just do go through these massive changes. And I walk you through steps and you basically named several of them, which is, oh. you know, basically like getting back to a sense of peace so you can even hear what Absolutely. your voice is telling you. It's getting back to self-nourishment and and that's everything from the food you put in your body to the ideas you put in your mind. And then one of the big things I love to talk about is what did you love as a child and using that? Oh, yes. It's so interesting. And like to use that as an inspiration for how to get back to, you know, what is your new path? So I like sitting here being like, oh, my God, this is great. You're talking oh, that's about amazing. all the things. Yeah, you're yeah. speaking all the things that I so believe in. So I love hearing that. 
Yeah, it just came intuitively to me. I was always such an artist growing up and I decided being a young mom that I couldn't be an artist because I always thought like artists are poor. You know, they don't make money. I have to be a business girl. And lucky for me, I'm really good with sales. I'm very outgoing with people. I can sell snow to Eskimo is what people used to tell me. And (laughs) so I just felt that I had to put that part of me away and I started yearning for her again. I started thinking about what was the things that I did when I was younger. I would make clothes. I would cook food. I would, you know, and even through my teenage years, I would design clothes. Even, you know, I went to fashion school and I made a different outfit every single day. You know, before I'd go out, I'd say, oh, I can't go out yet because I have nothing to wear. And I would whip something up. And so I just thought I got to bring her back. And since I brought back that creativity and with my new business, it kind of, it's like the best of everything, you know, the creativity, the sales, the, right. you know, me being an entrepreneur, it's just all coming together. And it, it was a journey. Yeah. Like talk us through that particular pocket, because I'm thinking about the women that might be listening to this interview and saying, I want to change up my life. I want to let go of that prior path, but I want to start something new. And so often the fear of stepping into a brand new industry, a brand new business, like clearly you knew business, but you never made chocolate before, particularly. Absolutely. And you never sold it before, though you might have sold clothing. So yes, talk to us about that pocket. One, the mental space and two, like what to do when you find yourself in that place and you really want to step into something new. Okay. Well, When I was going to nutrition school and working with my integrative doctor, she basically told me, Candace, you don't have these autoimmune diseases. You're on your way to have these autoimmune diseases, but we have to fix your gut health. So I found out I had a lot of gut health issues. I had candida. I had, which is like an overgrowth of, you know, this bacteria in your gut health, which leaves you bloated and feeling tired and being, you know, having inflammation. And so I had candida. I had adrenal fatigue which just you're tired no matter what, because my cortisol levels were on fire for, you know, two decades or more of my life. So I really burned out my body from living that way on a fast forward button. I, my hormones were off. My thyroid was off. I mean, I was a hot mess. And so I always say health and well-being is sort of like an onion. You know, you take off one layer and there's something there, take off another layer and you keep going deeper, deeper. So she had me go sugar-free She had me add adaptogens, which I can talk to you about in a little bit. And she had me do, you know, bring in collagen. And then she also said, you know, the other aspect is bringing in these peaceful things into your life. Like you need to calm it down, Candice, like no more hardcore massages, no more, you know, these caffeine drinks, like you need to calm it down. So I started learning to live in a like peaceful way, like having peaceful energy, but by going sugar-free, I started losing my mind. Like I all of a sudden wanted chocolate and I'd never been a sugar addict. I never liked chocolate growing up as a kid. I was a weird kid. And so I started going all over town looking for sugar-free chocolate. I tried it all. I didn't like any of it. So when I entered culinary school, I went to a plant-based raw vegan culinary school. I went to Matthew Kenny in Venice Beach, California. And one of the lessons I was in it for a few months. It was like 40 hours a week for two months straight. And for two weeks straight, we learned how to make authentic, raw, legit chocolate. And I went down a rabbit hole with that. I lost my mind. I just was so into how it was made. 
and, you know, what kind of chocolate is good? You know, what is, you know, fair trade versus organic and, you know, what kind of things go inside of chocolate that makes it bad versus, you know, it being a superfood because cacao is a superfood. And so in order to graduate my culinary school, I had to come up with a brand and show it to everybody. Everyone tries it. And I came up with Beauty Bar Chocolate. I thought, why not put, you know, make my sugar-free chocolate that I can't find and then add these things that will, you know, make you feel better, add adaptogens, add collagen. And then I'm going to make it look beautiful because I'm very, you know, I've got my fashion background. And so I got inspired by, you know, Parisian soaps. Like I love, you know, vintage feminine things. And so my box looks like yeah. a Parisian soap box and I wanted to be kind of vintage and feminine, but modern. And so I put it together. Everybody freaked out. All of my teachers said, Candace, this is really delicious and you should absolutely make this. So I left, I graduated. And what I did was I sat on it because I wasn't sure, you know, whatever direction I was going to go into, I really wanted to make sure, you know, 100% I was doing the right thing. Because before I thought, well, maybe I'll write a cookbook. I was going that direction, but I kept having anxiety about that. So I sat on it. I did some meditations, just simple breathing and chocolate kept coming up on all of my meditations. I kept seeing all these doors open and I thought, Candace, more than any time in your life, you need to start trusting yourself. Just go for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Just make the chocolate again. Let's see if everyone likes it again. So end of January of this past year is when I decided to finally launch it. I put it together. And I mean, it's only been a little over, what, six, seven months now since I've started. And it's just been incredible. Wow. To even get to chocolate. <laughs> I can't believe it's been such a short amount of time, to be honest with you, because I've like had the chocolate in my hand. I mean, it really is incredibly beautiful and so well done. And I'm just so impressed. I think when you finally get in line with what you're supposed to do, things just start to flow. Yes. And while yes. it has not been easy, it's not like I magically said I'm going to do chocolate. I mean, there was a lot of breakdowns and a lot of crying, a lot of anxiety. When I first made this chocolate, I had so much anxiety to share it with the world. I thought people are going to hate this. Like everyone's going to hate it. And my friends and my, you know, I have friends that are health coaches and even my husband's like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. And you need to just put it out. It was the first time that something, this was me, like truly me, my soul, my heart, everything was in this. And I think that's why there was so much on the line for me. But I thought, what the heck? Let me just do it. Let me just ship it out to everybody. And people, I started, the reaction was just overwhelming. I mean, I had no idea how happy chocolate makes people <laughs> and especially chocolate that people can eat. Yeah. You know, people who have autoimmune diseases who can't eat sugar or who have like a sugar addiction. They're like, this helps me make me feel better. Like it made me so happy. So Candace, to what degree did you study like the industry of making chocolate and like putting it out into the world, the business of that? Well, I didn't study that part at all. I just, they taught me how to make it. And then I went home and just sort of crafted it in my own way. And I kept making, I mean, I made this chocolate about two months straight every single day. And I would be in tears going, why is it melting? What did I do wrong? And I brought in one of the teachers. She came and helped me. And she said, you know, she helped me tweak a few things. And she taught me, she used to be a chocolatier in her past life in London. And I mean, I really have no history at all. I sort of been just figuring it out along the way. And it's just been 
you know, even getting the box and just like the way I want it to look. I mean, how do you find a box, right? I mean, that took me weeks to find that. It took me months to get my, to find the right artist to do it. It wasn't easy. I mean, but once you get it, you just have like this sense of like, oh my gosh, I just got it. This is amazing. And it's so worthwhile. And then it just, again, it's starting to flow. And I know when you're supposed to be in line with what you're doing, things are supposed to flow a lot easier. I never had that before. (laughs) It sounds like, I mean, another thing that I would point out that I also hear you saying is like you stepped into several communities that felt very aligned for you, whether it was the integrative nutrition or the cooking school or whatever. And as you were creating this product, you were utilizing, I mean, your community, your network to help you figure out challenges as they happen. I started and we actually formed a little women's group as well with little health coach girlfriends that I met. And actually Toastmasters, I tell everybody because it's across the world. I used to have such a fear, you know, I wasn't good enough. You know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not intelligent enough to get up and speak. And I thought I'm done living like that. That's the old me in the fashion industry. And I'm not going to live self-deprecating. That is so, you know, that is, and honestly, Toastmasters gave me a lot of confidence to feel comfortable in my own skin, to start speaking from my heart. And so now I go to a lot of events and I'm speaking and I'm talking about my story and I meet so many women who are like, thank you for telling me this, you know, this inspired me and that's exactly why I'm doing it. But it definitely has been a journey. And I think just going after what you're being called to do and don't question it and just try to trust and you'll see things will start to unfold. We can't, you know, manipulate and control everything. And that's how I always lived. Wow. Yeah, pretty profound. Okay, so let's get into some education here, shall we? Perfect, yes. So let's talk about these key ingredients in this chocolate. Let's talk about adaptogens. Let's talk about collagen because, you know, you go through different pockets of time where there's certain ingredients that seem to pop up and become fashionable. And then there's the things that really can make a difference. And I think many of us are curious about why these ingredients and how to utilize them in the wisest way in our own lifestyle. Absolutely. My favorite thing to talk about. And as I said earlier, I worked with an integrative doctor who put me on the adaptogens. And she had said, so adaptogens are a group of herbs that help your body adapt to stress. So as women, you know, we're on the go. We're constantly going, you know, we have our young children. We're being pulled in different directions And a lot of times we go, we grab the coffee, we grab the wine, we grab something to keep us going, 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 going. Well, what happens is our cortisol levels are skyrocket. You know, it's affecting our hormones. It's making us more tired. And I hear women say, yeah, after I drink coffee, I'm more tired. And that's, it's actually the worst thing you can do is is drink coffee in those times. So adaptogens, actually what they do is they go in, they kind of calm your body down. And adaptogens have been around for I mean, hundreds of years, I don't know, maybe thousands of years. I'm not sure what the history is. I know they've been around for a very long time. And there's hundreds of different types of adaptogens. I happen to use rhodiola. It's one of my favorite adaptogens. It helps relieve stress, fatigue, and it balances out hormones. So it gives you what I call peaceful energy. And I never knew that I could be peaceful and energized at the same time. I always thought that If I'm going to feel a sense of like calmness or peace, I'm just going to fall asleep. And that was part of like adrenal fatigue, right? And so I'm learning to do things in a calmer way, but I'm way more focused. So if you feel like you're scatterbrained, adaptogens are going to help you. 
they sort of meet you where you need to be met. So if you're, you know, off balance in certain things, there's ones that will, you know, ginseng is an adaptogen. I always like to make that as an example. Most people know what ginseng is. So there's different types. Rodiola is what I put in beauty bar chocolate. I will be putting other adaptogens in future bars. There's ashwagandha, which is a good evening one. And then there's the mushroom adaptogens. And so that's a different type of an adaptogen. And then she also brought in collagen in my diet. I added, you know, there's different types of collagen. There's bovine collagen, there's fish collagen, and there's pearl collagen. So when we hit our mid-20s, about 25, we actually start producing less collagen. And when you start producing less collagen, that's when your skin starts to get dehydrated. It starts to, you know, have fine lines and sagging. Collagen actually helps plump it all up and it gives you more of a glowing skin. Get, it reduces cellulite. And I mean, everyone I know wants to have glowing skin, right? It's something that's... So I put in pearl collagen into my beauty bar chocolates. So it comes from pearls. And it's something that's the part where I say, you know, it'll make your skin glow. So I like both aspects to have, you know, all the stuff that's going to hit up, you know, for your inner beauty, which is going to make you feel good. And it's also going to give you glowing skin. And then I sweeten it with Lakanto monk fruit. Lakanto is the brand. And monk fruit is sort of like a stevia without the bitter taste. I really happen to love monk fruit. And that's what gives it such a smooth... It, people taste my chocolate and they say, I cannot believe there's not sugar in here. I wasn't expecting that. And it's the monk fruit that I use. So awesome. So what, I mean, you don't have to like crack your secret code here, but I have this sense that you're going to create like lots of other cool things. Um, <laughs> yes. What's on your mind? Like, what are you thinking about? As soon as I can find a manufacturer, because I can't make these fast enough right now, I'm doing it all. And it's been kind of crazy, but there's going to be a lot. I want to do an evening one, maybe something that's just going to be even more calming I personally love chocolate mint everything. Me too. So, oh, you that. do? I do. Okay, so I wanted to do a chocolate with mint essentials, probiotics, and then some adaptogens. And I want to do, what other chocolates do you like? I mean, I'm taking a toll from everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like chocolate mint. I think like as I'm Jewish and I always go back to like Passover chocolates and okay. I love like the chocolate jelly, you know, it's like Yummy. such a fake crappy thing, but, <laughs> but the idea of like that fruity chocolate combination has always been really appealing to me. Absolutely. So I have so many, I could do something like that, but in a healthier way. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. There's so many bars that I want to do that I've just been, I've had to focus on one thing at a time, Yes, get course. this going, but there's so many that I want to do. And it's delicious to even throw almond butter on this. I put them in, you know, my matcha latte, like a little square. It's a perfect thing to do is eat my beauty bar chocolate. You know, when you have your 2 PM slump, instead of doing coffee, you do adaptogens or you could do some sugar-free chocolate and then taking adaptogens. You can go to your local, you know, pharmacy because you want to take adaptogens on top of, you know, eating a beauty bar chocolate because beauty bar chocolate has adaptogens, but it's not going to be, you know, as much as you would get out of a pill form. So I would definitely suggest if anyone's feeling just very tired to start implementing adaptogens and removing the coffee and maybe switching it out with like a matcha or a tea or, you know, something like that. And then beauty bar chocolate. It helps. Of course. So do you sell primarily on your website or are you selling in stores as well? 
Okay, so I'm getting into stores. I definitely am going to be getting into your area soon. I'm going to be doing lots of events. I have people emailing me every day. And the biggest thing for me, because I can't keep up with the demand right now, as soon as I get my manufacturer going or someone to help me make it, I'm going to be able, I'm going to be nonstop. It's going to be endless. I'll be selling across the world. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited too. I'm on your train. I'm on the beauty bar. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. This was a super inspiring conversation. And I was going to ask you about what you do to take care of yourself and like juggle. Like, I mean, your daughter is now a later teen, but I feel like I got a lot of that from this conversation. Like you've clearly built, you know, amazing self-care and presence with yourself into everything that you're doing. And you've learned the hard way that you must. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's been something my whole life that I've always tried to have balance. Even when I was younger, you know, I would put my daughter to bed and then I would light all the candles and just do like, you know, watch a girly movie or do some yoga, maybe have a glass of wine. While I was doing spelling tests with her, I would be doing push-ups. You know, now that she's 21 years old, I don't have to be on top of her because she's in college now. And it's just a lot different. I do have a lot more space now in my life. Although I do find myself going back to my type A personality and trying to be all work again. But I remind myself, Candace, you have major burnout from being all work. So I'm trying to find my balance between peace and type A. So what I do when I start feeling that anxiety come on, I tell myself, listen, no one's firing me. I own my own business. Why don't you go take a walk down to the ocean? Or why don't you go bring yourself out to lunch or go get a massage, go meet up with a girlfriend, you know, for a little matcha latte date. They do that here. And I can't wait for you to come here. Me too. Me too. And, you know, I try to do a lot of self-care for myself. And it could be as simple as putting a face mask on and putting on a Netflix and just doing something that I shut everything off. I put my phone in the other room because, you know, my Instagram is just my part of my business. Sometimes I have to shut it down because it just becomes too much. And just doing the things that you enjoy doing. I always tell people, make time for yourself. And also, I'm not grounded by nature. I Most days I have to force myself and other days it's easier, but I'll do a five to 10 minute meditation and I feel a thousand times better every single time I do it. And it doesn't have to be anything complicated. It could just be breathing. It could be listening to something. That's really helped me. Yeah, that's amazing. And so like, because a lot of the Beyond Moms are raising children, let's call it younger than 10 at this moment, right. because you're now past that phase. I mean, what would be like one major piece of wisdom you might pass on? Oh, I have a major one. So because that, trust me, I haven't forgotten anything. And most of my girlfriends have, you know, babies and toddlers at this age. And I always tell them, you know, because they always feel guilty when they say, oh, I can't leave. You know, I can't go out and do anything fun. I feel guilty leaving my you know, daughter, my son, because I'm working all the time. It is so important to have time for yourself. You're always going to feel guilty no matter what, or you're always going to miss them no matter what. It is so important, again, to do things for yourself. Even if you can't physically leave the house, put them to bed a little bit earlier at night and set up like a little area for yourself in your home and just have a nice little evening. Put a face mask on, put your candles on, and just sort of, you know, maybe talk to a girlfriend or just be alone. But it is so important to get that time have balance. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I yes. always tell my friends that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a hundred percent. And like, I think one of the things I would just tack on to that is, I mean, this is like totally my wheelhouse and what I preach every day, but it's also because I struggle just like everyone else to find it. And we have to recognize that it might not be to the extent or the amount of time, or we might not have the chance to just luxuriate in everything the way that we used to, but of course, but a little can go a long, long way. Oh, absolutely. I had to be creative. Listen, I was a single mom. I had no one helping me. So I did it all on my own for many years. I mean, it took a village to help raise her for sure, but I had to get so creative and that I would actually, and I always tell people get up really early. You know, I would get up super early in the morning and have maybe just 20, 30 minutes to myself and have some tea or coffee and just to have that space, maybe writing in a journal or just starting the practice at first, it might be a little bit hard if you're getting up earlier or if you're staying up a little late or whatever it is. And then you start getting in that habit and you look forward to that, you know, me time. Yeah. And, you know, if you're driving in the car to work for a while, maybe listen to, you know, a fun podcast like yours and just something that's inspiring that could help, but you'll be a better mom for it. Absolutely. And I find for me that even just knowing that I am attempting to give myself something that's good for me, just the awareness that I care enough about myself to try. I mean, that's feeling alone. It's not nothing. You know, it's, it's something. Yeah, exactly. And just don't try not to beat yourself up as a parent. I always say all of my, I don't know, a lot of things came out. It was very healing for me to have a daughter because my own mom was you know, a little bit crazy in regards to like the way she raised me, she was a yeller. And so when I raised my daughter, I thought I want to do it differently. So a lot of things pop up when you become a mom that, you know, and things like that. And just to try to be nice to yourself because we beat ourselves up. We try to be super women and that's part of getting adrenal fatigue. Your hormones go off. Just remember, you know, the number one, all the diseases mainly come from stress. And so stress, it's so important to bring down the stress and to just be try to be kind to ourselves. I mean, not every day can you do it, but just try to remind yourself. Absolutely. Well, Candace, I clearly could talk to you for hours. <laughs> yes. And I'm super excited that I will be out in your neck of the woods soon. I can't we'll- wait to I see know. you. Me too. We're going to continue this in real we'll time. We'll have some adaptogenic lattes and adaptogenic chocolates. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be a fully adaptogenic by the time I leave the yes. West Coast. Amazing. I need it. So quickly tell our listeners, Candice, where we can follow you and find Beauty Bar Chocolate. Sure. You can go to beautybarchocolate.com. You can also find me on Instagram. And I would love to share with you a 20% off code. And you can just type in beyondmom20 on beautybarchocolate.com to get your discount. And I can't wait for all of you to try it. Oh my God, that is such an amazing gift. And I know that that is going to inspire some women to go online and buy these chocolates. So yay, thank you. And for those of you listening, yes, go to beautybarchocolate.com and order your bar. I'm 99.999% sure that you're going to be loving it and you'll feel all the amazing benefits of it. And also head over to beyondmom.com and be sure if you haven't already to drop your email in our little pop-up window at the bottom of the homepage. And that's the way that you'll be able to stay in the loop on everything Beyond Mom, whether that's events or retreats or content or anything new that we would love you to know about. So again, Candice, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it as well. Great. And for those of you listening, go do something wonderful for yourself. You know you deserve it and you need it. And until next time, take care. 